I feel like everybody be saying mental health is real, but niggas don't take mental health serious, if you ask me. Until you shoot up a whole until you shoot up a whole nail salon and massage parlor of Chinese women and they wanna say, Oh, we should have listened. Now I just feel like in a sense people don't take mental health serious because everybody just wanna self diagnose themselves. That that's my problem, my nigga. Like people be like, Oh, I'm I have anxiety or I'm depressed or I have bipolar and niggas don't do shit but smoke and drink all day. Like, bro, you're not that serious about mental health if you're not trying to tap in and see what the fuck is really going on with you. Nigga, if you had an itch or scrap a scratch a bump on, on nigga on your pussy on your dick, you gonna go to the doctors and go check it out, right? This shit's serious to you. You want to know what's going on. So if you feel like there's a chemical imbalance by you just trying to self medicate, that's just a cop out to me. So, um, and plus, I feel like people just glorify mental illness right now. Like I said, niggas think that shit's cute. Oh, I'm toxic. You you gotta baby me or I'm fighting demons. Like niggas think that shit. That's just a dub, nigga. To me, that's a big-ass turnoff. If you tell me you have mental illness, I'm going to ask you, so what are you doing to deal with that? And if you tell me you're fighting demons or you smoke, you hoping that the money take the pain away on your meek mo shit, it's up to you. I don't want to fuck with you because you're not, that's not, nah. There's no progress in that. I would agree. But I think a major turnoff is there's no reason why your 10-year-old daughter should be like, I have anxiety. I don't know. I don't think I had anxiety at, at you know, 10 years old. It's it's behavior that they seeing and they learning from. I, I kind of sort of agree, but then I disagree too because I just feel like back then there was times where shit was wrong with people and you feel me, people just sweep it under the rug. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like boys, they'll be displaying like fucking, I don't know, rape culture is a real thing right now, but they'll be doing shit that's like borderline, like creepy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pervert like you feel me and people would sweep it under the rug on some shit like boys would be boys right right but nah nigga like that's not okay you can't just dub that so while i do feel like this generation is like super sensitized and they are a lot more sensitive it's like a, a blessing and a curse if you ask me i would rather my child to tell me like yo i think i have anxiety than it just be sad or depressed and i'm always asking what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong and they don't know how to articulate their feelings but I also feel like social media kind of makes it seem like if right. it's like a fad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I was saying when I said they, they glorify it. Yeah, they don't understand the, the real emotion of it. And especially, or they think that they're feeling that type of feeling and it's not even that or nowhere close. Because yeah, people don't take the, people self-diagnose themselves. That's what I'm saying. Like, if something's wrong with you, that's like if you got a fucking headache and you go on the fucking web indeed, like you try to look up your symptoms, that's just, just gonna creep you the fuck <laughs> out, nigga. Like, oh, my left arm don't work it. My left arm's not working right now, and you're gonna lose it. Like, you feel me? Like, they're just gonna escalate the situation. So, my thing is, if you feel like something's wrong with you, go and get a second opinion or go and get a first fucking opinion. Don't just be over here trying to self medicate because that's what niggas do. Niggas smoke, niggas drink, and when that don't work, niggas turn to the coke, and after that, nigga, now you on Blue Hill Live with a cup in your hand. <laughs> Try to wipe my window at the red light, nigga. You missed the spot, nigga. So, yeah, that's, that's just how you got to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like they just need to find a different coping skill. Yeah. Exercise. Do yoga. Knit. Do some painting. Yeah. I'm growing weed. Yeah, things like that. Things that... Give you some type of, you know, zenfulness. But that's only after you figure out what's actually, not wrong, but you actually figure out what's going on with you. There's a word for that I know, I found out. It's called doing that shadow work. Yeah. 
You know, you got to do that shadow, shadow work. Yeah, but you know people, I mean? people sleep on it. They think, like, you can't just... Your problems are never going to disappear if you avoid them or you try to just overwrite them. Feel me? That's what people do, too. Like, oh, I, I don't want to deal with this emotion right now, so I'm going to alter my mental state so I don't have to deal with the emotion. But once you come down off of whatever it is, whatever substance that you use to try to do that, when you come down, the problem is still fucking there. Exactly. And that blocked and that do not disturb make it so easy. Just still to be fucking like, in, nigga. If you behind on your bills and you go to Vegas, nigga, when you come back, rent still due. <laughs> Light still <laughs> might be off, nigga. Mm-hmm. Fridge food might not have no food in the fridge. So you cannot divert from your problems. You got to actually deal with this shit. You know what I seen this week? That BBL and he's still cheating on you. You did all that work to get your body done. Yeah, that's And your man is still like, you know. Well, I'm, yeah, but I don't know. But I'm that's a, you should do it for yourself. I'm a firm believer in what you came with in stock. That's what it is. That's what it too. is. I'm not a big fan of surgical procedures. I've said I that just shit be before, thinking, and I'll say it again. I just be like, yo, okay, you got your body done, but what about the kids that you had? They're going to grow up, and they're going to wonder why their body doesn't look nothing like yours. So what, what happens then? I don't know. Right, and then what you going to be a hypocrite and tell your kids, oh, love yourself the way you are. I mean, just because you get work done in your body don't mean you don't love yourself. But what you going to tell your kids when they want to do the same thing? Just be careful and hope that you give them the right the right roads for them to go to the right people. Mm. I mean, I don't need work done on my body. I can just hit the gym and hit the, you know what I mean, one time. Well, you know everybody's not grateful. Everybody's not blessed with, you know. The thing is, um, like I said, it's a surgical procedure, nigga. What happens when if you die and you fucking cause a death, nigga? It's complications from a BBL or like you a said, job, nigga. Like you said, at least I died doing something that I enjoyed. <laughs> nah, that, that ain't it, nigga. That ain't it, dog. We gonna I leave mean, it at hey, that. But then that's when own. you come and see me because it's all about illusion. going on y'all i am your host love jack and this is your girl ab and you are now tuned into the pdp podcast <laughs> episode 19 and things mm-hmm. how you feeling today i'm good i'm good i'm good it's, it's a nice day outside trying to see what's going on under them nice stars under the sky tonight <laughs> it was it was a nice day outside we actually got some exciting news for the people and things right we actually have studio space now right yay that's a dope thing let me give ourselves a round of applause and all of that and all of that <laughs> so this is a good thing this means we will be um yeah, we, we do want to accept more guests. We want guests that are actually going to pee that pee. Keep that in mind, right? Because when you have a podcast, everybody's like, oh, I want to come on the show and let me come and chop it up and fuck with y'all. But then sometimes you put the mics in front, you put the mics on in front of people and they shit the bed. 
But um, yeah, we'll definitely be accepting more guests. So make sure that y'all reach out to us in email form or preferably DM. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Because sometimes niggas don't want to be OD professional. I'm a stickler for that. But um, yeah, we definitely looking forward to building and expanding the brand. So we're in the third week of March. And as y'all should know anyways, March is actually Women's History Month. So in lieu of that, we thought it would be pretty dope to have an entrepreneur here in the building mm-hmm. who actually is starting her own bra line, which is mad dope because I don't know about mad y'all, dope. but I ain't never met nobody who had their own bra line. So um, you want to introduce yourself? or? So my name is Sierra Conway, and you know, I'm a bra whisperer and a shapewear consultant. All right, let me go ahead and give you a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, so you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um, I grew up in Cambridge. I'm 27. Um, and basically, you can't have the most amount of confidence that you really should feel as a man or a woman if all your undergarments aren't right. I mean, if You think outfit, it comes down to that? Just it comes down to that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think so, but... You know, at the end of the day, my mother always told me, like, golf a bit of ambulance pulls you over. <laughs> no, nah, I was just getting to that. I was getting and, to that. You know, like, it's just this mismatch. Yeah, and you're all messed up. <laughs> she always taught me that. Maybe I may not have listened, but, you know. I definitely be having mismatch socks on. I ain't going to hold you. Nah, I can't do the mismatch socks. I can do the mismatch socks. It's not the mismatch uh, draws. My bra and panties got to match. I mean, that, see, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I don't care to have matching bra and panties. Unless, if if I'm going to, to get the nasty done, then yeah, it got to match. But a regular day, like, yeah, you might get the gray with the black, the black with the gray, the white mm-hmm. with the black. I my socks, put, my son put the socks together, so sometimes they come match and sometimes they don't when we do laundry. That's why I don't care. It, it irks it me with that, though, because it's like... Then you might wear one sock down more than you wear the other matching sock. Then when you go to put that other sock on, you like I can't. I gotta throw these away. I mean, I guess you know, tomato, tomato, right? <laughs> so what made you want to hop into the the bra industry? How'd you how'd you come along with that? So I used to work with children with disabilities, and next to my home there was um, a bra place called Lady Grace. They used to work in um, be in Brookline, and the one I worked at was in Waltham, and they measured from a double A to a O. And everybody over there was like 55 plus. I was the youngest thing in there. Double A. Yeah. You know, those, they call those bee stings. The tiny shit, boppers. But an O? That's crazy, you know, nigga. O is a very, very, very That's like the size. size of somebody's head. It's like o? two people as a dress. That's, That's crazy. You know? But you've, you've seen O I've seen O. Before? I've done people that are blind. I've done uh, women that have lost their breasts to cancer. I'm a certified mastectomy fitter. Wow. Um, That's dope. That's dope. So it's all, and especially everybody now with, you know, the times, there's bras with wires, front closures, um, all different types of things. You know, you wear a different one for sports. Then it comes down to your tights, hosiery. Um, I'm a lead in hosiery, so I know all about the hosiery. Shapewear. You know, people's bodies, you know, everybody wants that hourglass shape, but everybody doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're paying for that. Nobody tells you that when you go get that liposuction done. That people are paying for massages because what does fat do? It ripples. So you may spend that. Yeah, that, that's what they be forgetting about. That's why they butt be mad hard. They be thinking they could just get that surgery and then just get up off the table no. and go. No. You yeah. do massages too? 
Um, so I'm, I'm getting into that. I'm looking into that. I'm working with oh, okay. partnering with some plastic surgeries. That's dope. Because, you know, they do shapewear. And when you have... Um, yeah, like the fajas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the fajas. And especially if you have breast augmentation, all of that, your body, after it's gone through so much trauma, you end up having sensitivity issues. Mm. Or you have you keloid. You know what I mean? I really? Do the, yeah. So when you say keloid in with breast augmentation, what necessarily keloids? Does that mean like the Scar nipple? tissue. So... You know, some I see it all different. You know, I see it all the time. Plastic surgeons don't care. You know what I mean? Some of them I've read that some of them you think they're going to do the surgery and be with you from start to finish. Mm-hmm. No, they get you under and then they call their assistant in. And at, at that point, you've seen it so many times. The assistant can do it, so you're not getting what you paid for. So mm. that may mean you look like Ray Charles. Some people have that bad experience, and I see that with women that have cancer all the time, and it's really, really bad. You know what I mean? Or they think they're getting a reduction and you came in, you thought before you went to Victoria's Secret and they sized you at a a 40 double D or triple D. Mm-hmm. And then you come and see me. Really, you was like a 36 H. You know what I mean? They had you sized wrong completely. So it's heartbreaking when I have to tell women, this is your size. Right. I know you paid all this money to not get this size, but realistically, it's not you. It's the bra companies. It's Size is just a thing. The bra companies do be on bullshit. Because when I went, well, when I go buy bras from Victoria's Secrets, my size is never the same. Me and it's either. just like on some weird shit because it's like, I don't, my weight doesn't fluctuate that much. Like, I remember like 10 years ago, I was like, B, C. Now they're trying to tell me like I could possibly fit a double D. Look at me. Does this look like double D material? <laughs> That's bullshit. It's just because they're going by the like, small, you know, I find if you do the brand walk hole, no, you're going to be true to size. But if you go, depending on if the brand is fit for comfort, but that's like true, you know, clothes that are like, that you're paying more for. So you can't compare a Ralph Lauren to something that you went and brought over at Expressions. The fit is totally different. Right. You know what I mean? I get it, but that that's like bras bras and panties is something that women's going to need anyway. So I feel like that that just needs to be like a standardized type of thing. Like right. I should be able to go, like all bra companies should create an alliance. I should be able to go anywhere and shop for anything and I'm like a standard size. size. Like, because that's just mad confusing. But then it's also people don't know what they want. When you go look for a bra, what are you looking for? One that fit. That's what I say. I say when I come in, what do you what do you look for? Ones that fits. Okay. So what does that mean? Comfortability, uplifting. Do you want minimizing? Do you want a front closure? Do you want with a wire, without a wire? Shit, that's a lot. Do you want flexibility options with it? Do you need a strapless? But people don't think about it. When you get when you pick a wedding dress in your mind, are you thinking, what bra am I gonna have? Are the panties gonna be seamless? No. People need to think about strapless bras because I'm damn sure tired of seeing girls with the wrong type of bra um in the summertime with the shirts that they be wearing. I'd be over <laughs> the dirty that shit. One. Never Ew. mind the, the filth on this shit. I'm talking about like the girl got a back out dress and then she got the racer back bra. I'm like, come on, they sell all different types of bras. What are you doing? Hide that shit. Or just go with no bra. That that's you know, that's always an option. Not always an option. Not the best one. To go with no bra. I mean, shit. What yeah, goes up must come down. Bras. You know, leisure bras. They got what? Leisure bras. You know, just for chilling <laughs> said, in the curb. Nigga, what? Leisure bras. <laughs> There's no reason. Like, I can understand maybe you're sleeping. You can get some air then, you know? Yeah. Other than that, you should not be. You walk the dog. It's not like I walk my dog. I'm putting a bra on. You know what I mean? I Even with, for me, like, for me getting women or young girls that are just start wearing a bra, it's like, you know, you brushing your teeth every day. 
you got to do it. I wear a bra at work and when I'm going out and I have to like be in places where I guess I want to say not professional places, but where I'm tending the business. That's but fine. like if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm not wearing a bra. No, that's fine. I like to wear a bra because I don't like my my titties to touch my my stomach. <laughs> like, I don't like that that, that I'm infamous for the contact for the uh, the t shirt and the hoodie over. You don't know what the hell is going on under there. I don't if have I'm a lot. sweating, if I'm sweating, then I gotta stick my shirt up under my titties to make it feel comfortable. No, I just rather put on a bra. Now, how do you feel about one size panties? There's no such thing. There is Notori, and there's also hanky panky. These women are paying $35 for one pair of underwear. Who white women? Listen, and they take the carp, they take the underwear and you can recycle for $35, I can get like six pairs. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's white women. Like yeah. black girls ain't wear no one size Listen, candy. Even yeah, I'm you be too much junk in the trunk for that. You'd be surprised. Mm. And just because they're seamless, they don't want that panting line. Well, my thing is I don't I don't have nothing against seamless panties, but they all have that type of material like satin or like I like cotton, like breathable. I, you know what I mean? Nothing yeah. too like, you know, it's not meant for that. I don't think you mess up with like satin and all that shit like on a regular basis. I think it's only like special occasions. But yeah, but if I'm spending thirty five dollars on a pair of drawers, I want to wear them shits to whenever. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like for me. You go to Victoria's Secret, what are you spending like $40, $50 on the bra? I'm selling $88 bras. $65 yeah, I'm, I'm going with bras. the swipers. I'm getting my shit half off. You know? so. Must be nice. You can always go to the Nordstrom Rack. $35 yeah, no, Nordstrom for the same Rack bra. is cool. I like the Nordstrom Rack. You'll be surprised. I got some nice bras from Target. Target's... I like Target. Target's nothing wrong with them. I love them. I mean, my work shit, I'm getting it like from like the Gap or like Walmart, shit like that. But like when I, you know, my. Not necessarily lingerie, but on. I like Fenty. I like Fenty, even though I don't fucking like how they be trying to sign you up for shit. Involuntary, involuntary. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm Involuntarily sign you up. You go and buy one pair of bra, one pair of knees or whatever. And then you turn around. Next thing you know, fifty dollars getting charged to your car every month. Like, girl, I did not sign up for all of that. I didn't sign up for that. Bro, they got me for three hundred and fifty dollars. I'm all set. Did you use the credit? No. So you never used the credit and you didn't get the I money back? I got my money back from PayPal, but after that, I was just all set on them. Like, like I'm so eager much. to want to buy from them, but I feel like because just I'm a Just pay fitter, attention to that fine print, girl, because look at me. Yeah, <laughs> look I, crazy. As, you know, I feel like with my bras, I like to get customers that don't want to shop at over at Because here I'm going to let you know when they go on sale. I'm going to make sure that bra gets you to the next sale. You know what I mean? I'm going to give you okay, what you girlfriend. want. girlfriend. Fine and frugal. Mm-hmm. I keep it cut. You know what I mean? I'm not here to sugarcoat it. How how good are they? Like, if, if I was to wash my bra every day, like, would I still get the same type of, or, well, you know? That's what Is I also like a, to a talk lot about of wear and tear? Bra etiquette. You don't wash your bra every day. I say you wear that thing a couple times, but you got to know your body. So if you know yeah, you're a little I'm... musty after the fourth day, clearly you should have put it on. You know what I mean? Like, no, but if, you, a break. if you're working in like yeah. a high-paced environment yep. and you're sweating and stuff like that on a daily basis, then you don't yeah, want to put on the same it, but bra. But how are you washing it? Hand wash. Yep, exactly. I hand, hand wash, my no dryer, oh, hanging see, on well, the doorknob. That's where I fuck up at. I throw them right in the washing machine. But it depends. You got to find the ones that can take that. You can't expect so how to pay would $40. I know? You know, I, I think that you gotta you gotta see how your bras look. Like if you know that this one is working for you and your sizing is right in the band, they say a lifespan of a bra is six months to a year. We mm. all know we have Ooh. some way past that. 
I say if you look down and you see space between you and your bra, like it's talking to you, like you can stick some money in it. I call it Peter Pocket. You yeah. need to adjust your strap because it's telling you, adjust me. That's just not giving you that support. Your band, 99% of people are not in the right size. Mm. You are like, oh, I may not be a triple D. That's because the band is all wrong. Most people, especially myself in the beginning, when I bought a bra, I went and put it at the last one. No, no, that you're not is wrong. Supposed to. It's supposed to be at the. What first you mean? One. The last one is it like making hook. it too tight? The or? last hook. That's as far as there's three hooks. Some bras are first. liars and have four, but it's rows. So there's one, one two, two, three, three four. Right when you, you buy a new bra, the the loosest. You're supposed to put it on the loosest. Oh yeah, one. and then as the bra get no, some people burn it on the last one. Like that's crazy. Oh, this to is stretch it out. Yeah. I don't know. You put it on the first one. No, and I then thought that was the strap sh- is what's keeping you up. Should be like mid shoulder length or under your ear. If you have petite shoulders, you want ones that go full range to the front, full range to the back. This is very technical for save the tape ties. I didn't no, know. No, this but... is this is good info, like for real. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And I tell women, don't buy a bra without sitting down. Are you dumb? Like how? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Because that's the two things you do all day: stand and sit. So obviously, you didn't know that that bra My was thing stabbing is you under leaning your bra. Forward, if so, you pop out, yeah, that's, that means you're not in the cup. And most people are trying to justify your band because their cup doesn't go that big. So you may be really a 36 triple D, but because I don't have that, I'm going to give you a 38 double D. What makes you a double and a triple though? That's the whole... That's it's just the I sizing. Is Basically, it the wideness of your breast or the fullness just the cup, of the... the fullness. So you could be full and shallow. You need a different style. You need more belkinette like a shelf. You know what I mean? It depends if you have mature tissue or soft tissue. If you've nursed some people that have cancer, they have pain where their lymph node is so it's sensitivity issues mm. so it's all more so of like what your body can take if you're looking for a push-up if you want to wire everybody's specifications are so different that's dope i think it's really dope that you got a lot of knowledge in in bras and i wish I, I you like nothing shapewear. but the best i love shapewear i also you know what i mean women think that when you throw a dress on it's just not about the bra it's about like hey girl you look good in that dress but geez look at those rolls like, all you needed was a nice, back in the day, old people used to call it a girdle. But how comfortable is those shits, though? I say you want it like a hug. Everybody can do a hug. Like, your man is hugging you, or you think of that weighted blanket. You can do a weighted blanket. You're not buying It's all about illusion. So I say you size up. When people buy Spanx, number one, I ain't going to be mad. But, you know, Spanx is not made for women with shape, period. They're mm-hmm. made for walls, you know, straight up and down. I recommend... You know, if you do that, you want to size up one or two sizes. I recommend the cheap one, not that $68 one, that one in the package, because that's going to mold more to your body. If you put a shapewear on you, and because of your body type, it's rolling down, spray some hairspray on your body. Let it dry a little bit, and then pull it up. You want to even all the way around, because then when you sit down, it's not going to roll on you. Sometimes you have to be MacGyver, and you know... You can double side tape it. <laughs> okay, double O seven. That's bad <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. I, no, but I just that's put the dress dope. on and I just go. You know, shit. but the whole point is, I want to. I can give it to you and make it so that you're not uncomfortable or it's your wedding day. It's about the event. It's not about you trying to appease these people. I want them to take a picture of you living your best life in your glory, and everything looks snatched. Right. I, oh my goodness, she looks snatched. But do you see her face? Her veins about to pop out her head because she's so. Tight up in that, no. You want it to be natural. Yeah, natural. Like, oh my goodness, I want something to be different. Did she get her eyebrows done? Did she, oh my goodness, like what's different about her? Right. Not a boom, she's Dolly Parton overnight. Unless that's what you're looking for. Right, right. 
That's dope. That is dope. We we'll glad to have you in the building. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. You know we got a couple Appreciate topics we're going to get into. You Let's know, get it. You done gave us the spell on how to beautify and glorify. She is the broad connoisseur. You know? That's what I'm saying. Save Women's History Month. I, I told you we had to bring something <laughs> special for y'all because how many times have you put a bra on and you never really paid attention to all of that? Shit, I was today years old. <laughs> you tell me I ain't know nothing. The hairspray check, I might have to, you know, I was over here taking Shit. notes and all of that. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and hop into some of these street politics, man. My man's Cameron was on the gram the other day, right? Got caught up. Had to clip us. Him and some girl, I guess, like, he must have had sex with her, and they live in the same the same building, right? So now she's ringing his doorbell. She's knocking on the door, like, yo, open up. He's screaming, like, he's recording it, basically, some shit, like, yo, don't come here. I'm a press, like, now I'm a press charges, but I'm a call security, like, you need to chill. So I, my, I guess my question to y'all is, like, one, how do y'all feel about that? And two, have y'all ever slept with anybody that was, like, that close to comfort? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. You... Like, nah, you don't you do not do that. You don't shit where you rest your head. Thank you. And then it's like, he knew she was obsessive from the beginning when she was recording him pulling out of the driveway of their, their complex. Like, you know toxic when you see it. And you sat there and you, you thought it was cute and it was fun and it backfired. So that's what you get. I feel like you reap what you show. You shouldn't have did juju like that. Oh, you think that was his? Yeah, that was your that was karma. His karma. I thought in the beginning it was a publicity stunt. I thought they, that they were just doing it, just you know what I'm saying, to give him some type because he wants to always. If you realize, like he always want to be in the spotlight for something. First it was Juju, then it was like you know little dipset shit, and then rap shit, and then the basketball shit, and now this shit. It's like, bro. What's going on? Is it real or is it not? Like I don't think he could fake that because like Shorty was looking a little bit convincing. I don't know. For me, I can't. I wouldn't give it up like that. I wouldn't nah. give it up. I don't even like apartment complex. Definitely couldn't fuck with you living. You live in my comp. <laughs> nah, I couldn't because I just too close for comfort. Like because when shit's good, it's good. You think about it. Word, it's convenient. We live right next door to each other. Nah, that's too convenient. Nah, at, at the beginning, <laughs> it's convenient, right? But then when shit no. goes bad, nigga, now I gotta see you when I'm taking my trash out. No. And then you never want to take your trash out because you know you're going to Oh, no, I'm taking my trash out, my nigga. And when you see me, you better not say nothing. You better keep it cool. And then if we do end up breaking up or we go our separate ways, now you might try to be one of them corny niggas that want to be funny. Before I started fucking with you, you ain't had no bras coming through here. But now every day you got a revolving door. Now I'm dumping my fucking trash on your doorstep, nigga. You in this bitch's trash. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, nah, I wouldn't do that. That's because men be more hurt than women, though. Like... They like they say, like the first 24 hours, the woman be all hurt and the nigga be out turning up, whatever. Mm-hmm. The next day, the chick just be sitting there looking crazy and nigga just still doing him. Within a week or so, the the shoes on the next foot, and now he's heartbroken. Like because you know what it is, men they don't take the time to feel or heal, my nigga. Like niggas think like when they stop fucking with somebody. Okay, I'm just gonna find the next bro. I'm gonna fuck with her. Like that shit might. It seems lit in the very beginning because you think about it. It's like yes, yeah, it's, it's something new. It's something that fresh. Be a dub. But 
it's only going to be a matter of time before you miss your old work because the next the next girl is not going to do with the girl that you, especially if she stopped fucking with you. If you stop fucking with her, that's a different story because it's like, uh, I didn't want her anyway. She's a dub. But if she cuts you off, you're going to feel it, bro. You're going to feel it. It ain't even about old work. It's about homework. Like, you can fuck with mad bitches, but if she's not that particular bitch that you're trying to, that, all that shit's null and void. Like, what do you mean by particular? That that main one that had you where you felt like, you know what I'm saying? This is where it's at. The one you cared about the most. The one that you would go that extra mile for opposed to, you know what I'm saying? A little, whatever little shit you might have did for the other chicks. Whether it was buying in, you know, buying them food or getting their nails done, whatever, whatever. You could have had a deeper connection with another girl that you just keep looking for in the next one and you ain't finding it. So do you think, like, you could never find that connection again or do you think it's just like a once in a lifetime type of thing i mean like my thing is you only gonna find love once in a lifetime i mean shit make me a believer but it's it's slim and it's rare if you do yeah you know but i mean i just want to be proven wrong like if you can find someone that can top someone that unconditionally loved you through your storms and your sunshine then more power to you but you only loved one person before um two yeah so i lust most of the time i lust like i said before I did lust. you love them two people differently nah i love both of them wholeheartedly you was in love with both of them or you just loved them yeah it was i mean it's a difference between having a teenage love and an adult love and those, um, those so those are the two times that you love people yeah. i'm just i'm only asking just because like i feel like one um i don't know i think loving people is one of the easiest things that you can do as a person Honestly, I feel like love is thrown around frivolously. Like it, it's it's abused. It's a word that people abuse too much. There's so many definitions. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like to love a person versus being in love is two different things. So while I've loved a lot of people, I've never been in love before. Like never been in love before. But I love like I'm naturally a loving person, which is crazy because people think I'm just evil and fucked up and shit. But like even when it comes to like my friends, my platonic love is the shit. I can be on the phone with one of my friends and I get off the phone or anyways, I see you. All right, friend. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Like, that's just something that I do. You know what I'm saying? So loving a person. Yeah, that's is, second nature for me too. Yeah, it's very easy to do because I feel like when you love a person, it stems from you just actually loving who they are and them in their essence. That's why it's so easy for me to love because I don't base my love off of, oh, I love this person because what they can do for me or I love this person because how they make me feel. I'm more of a, I love you because you're confident. I love you because you live in your truth. I love you because you're fun. like things like that. So that's why I feel like but love a platonic is love is different than a romantic intimate love. love. Yeah, but even a romantic love, like I still will romantically love a person for them. I'm not the type of person to love you for what you can do for me or how you make me feel because that's when it comes down to it. Once you start doing that shit, that's when your love becomes conditional. Now, like if I love you because you make me happy. When you no longer make me happy as a millennial because we're so caught up on the instant gratification, now if you can't make me happy, I don't love you anymore. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. But I also feel that you can't expect certain people to have that same, like, when you look at it, they can't have that same definition. Because I can't expect you to love me if you have never seen your mother been loved by a real man. You know what I mean? You have to have the same type of, like, I have people love me, but I knew he maybe needed more hugs. You know what I mean? He needed that more nurturing. 
So it's like you can't if they can't love themselves, they can't love you. Yeah, or if they haven't seen that type of image. Well, I mean, everybody has different love language. So if you're dealing with a person, you need to you need to try to understand their love language. And I don't feel as though like because I understand what you're saying, but sometimes we talked about this shit before, like. Uh, and I, I gave an example where it's like there was a, a dad who had two sons, you feel me? And he was an alcoholic. One of the sons turned to alcoholism and the other son never drank alcohol, you feel me? So just because they haven't necessarily seen that doesn't mean that they're not capable of doing it. They might be a little bit, quote unquote, traumatized. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to deal with the shadow work. You got to do that type mm-hmm. of shit, you feel what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like, you can't just hop into something and be like, okay, I used to fuck with this person. And so I'm just going to move on and do that when it's just like... That's just really not what it's hitting for. These niggas be damaged. That's why they do what they do, how they do what they do. Like, is can we get a round of applause? Like, <laughs> I gotta. I, oh, how you see it? Their life, their life is like this fucking soundproofing on this wall right here. I don't like, even be thinking niggas be damaged. I just think <laughs> niggas just don't know what they want. They be damaged. They be coming up with... They, they hold a lot of their baggage from their upbringing. I agree. But I also and then feel- they try to apply it to their everyday life. Then they want you to have some type of sympathy for their bullshit when it's like, bro, you don't know what the fuck I've been through, but you don't see me wearing it like a purse on my shoulder. Like It's because you have that nurturing aura. That's what I said. That's what I've been. It's like one of those things where I, you got to find a fixer upper. Like I've gotten to the point where you got to come. You got to come to the table because I'm coming with the buffet. You know what I mean? Like I can't be fixing anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't like projects. Niggas is. I mean, we all got some past. You know, we all got some shit that we went through. Like I said, I more than niggas being damaged. I just think that niggas just don't know what they want. You feel me? Like, niggas that have a girl that they might fuck with and they think that she's good for or good for him or whatever, and they might like her, but one, let's say, if she's not as visibly pleasing to his niggas because niggas be worried about the image. You feel me? Oh, I don't want to fuck with her because she might not be up to standards or niggas be looking for a certain look, right? Or then on top of that, it'd be like, niggas that have a good girl, and they'll just be on some shit like, oh, like, if you really fuck with me, you're going to stick with me through the trenches and You know what I'm saying? We talked about that shit too, my nigga. Niggas lucky y'all pull out my motherfucking organ again. But yeah, like, all that shit is just a dub. Like, look at fucking Sweetie and Quavo. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Take What's care. that all about? Take care is the mood for the rest of my so life. So wait, he cheated on her and she left him, so he's heartbroken? Well, niggas is... Okay, so that's just because Twitter's just being on some funny shit. Yeah, so like, they just on? broke up or whatever. And so she was on Twitter basically saying, you know, she endured too much. And, you know, when the intimacy is given away, the love is going to change. So, you know, it's just a long, sappy way of saying that she got cheated on, right? right? And so niggas is trying to fire back like, yeah, Quavo said he can't trust Saweetie because... She caught him cheating on him, like, nigga, nigga, what? it's all about the trust. And, you know, it's funny looking from, well, not to me anyways, but niggas think it's funny from the outside. You know, we looking on the outside, right? But in all actuality, that shit that happens every single day, that lets you know all that money. She was talking all this, oh, if he don't buy a Birkin, this and that, like, a nigga could buy you all this shit and, and still, still be doing you shit. greasy. So what is it all, the re- what is it really for? But can we talk about the when image. she said... Presents don't band-aid scars. That was some real shit. And you see, that's this true. what I'm saying. You got some chicks. We talk about this shit more. We've talked about this shit more than once. You got some bras that's gonna be like, oh, if a nigga's gonna cheat on me, he's gonna buy me this, he's gonna buy me that. That don't work on everybody. 
That's not going to work on everybody. If you have a person that's committed and wanting to be in a monogamous relationship, you can't step out on them and think because you spent a couple dollars that it's just going to be all good. That's It don't work like that. It just don't, nigga. And I don't think that people just understand that. And they're like, oh, well, he's a rapper and this and that. He's going to have mad options. But it's like... All right, my nigga. Like these regular, regular ass niggas be out here cheating. <laughs> so what that mean? Like with no credit. So what that nothing mean? Nothing in like, the bank. I don't understand how you cheat on me, nigga. Yeah, I don't even understand where you got all these motherfucking options from. Like this is crazy. Bitches be liking broke niggas. You know why? Because they like they like they like niggas that they can build. And that's what's wrong with these women now. Like I be sitting back, like what? Damn. Get a puzzle. Um, get a I'm, puzzle I'm like damn I, I said to myself the self the other day like yo self why you ain't found a nigga yet then I thought about it like yo these bitches is getting these niggas that don't have nothing that they're bringing to the table but dick niggas that they gotta take care of if I want a boy I'll lay down and make one I'm not I'm not taking care of no grown ass man you know what I'm I call that? that I call that the but I got a man syndrome that's crazy and I'd rather not have a he man he might cheat on me but I got a man <laughs> Nah. He might go upside my head sometimes, but I got him in. That's why I got to be like, what we say before? Know your worth and add tax. Yeah. Like, fuck out of here. But no shade, no tea. Um, Quavo's sister did get on Twitter and she was saying that she told Sweetie that she needed to relax. She was like, y'all ain't even been broke up for 24 hours. She was like, and y'all coming at my brother sideways. Y'all wasn't in a relationship. Y'all don't even know what happened. So... Mm, like he might have stepped out and she's a cancer. She might have gave that nigga the two piece, no biscuit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He might have got tired of getting his ass with. We don't really know. <laughs> Sweetie do look like she gives. We don't up. really know. You feel me? <laughs> like sometimes, cause some girls is not just gonna roll over and cry. Like yeah, nah. she might just she might have wind down in 209 that nigga. So that that's another angle too. What what Uncle Murder say? If you cheat, just cheat back, but not with the enemy. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that cheating back shit. Mm, I got mixed feelings on it. Yeah, me too. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. When when you sit at home and you just sit around and wait, you just go keep sitting around and getting cheated on. So yeah, what you going to do? If you gonna cheat, leave. If a nigga cheat, <laughs> I'ma just leave, nigga. I know. I'm just I'm just bullshit around. Hit, but when, what's when that he movie? said that, it, it was like, yeah. Y'all remember that Tyler Perry movie when old girl thought she wanted to leave her husband and then oh, the yeah, nigga gave scary. her AIDS? Nah, we not. Yeah. We not going there. We not going there. back and get AIDS, nigga. Like, <laughs> nah, nigga. That be my yeah. Literally, nigga. Literally, that's the fuck that happened. So that's my biggest fear. Like, yeah, I don't want to go out and like make an impulsive decision and then fuck around and something happen that you know I'm really gonna regret it. You feel me? Well, I feel like I'm one of those person. Like, why can't we do it together? You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? Like, that's me. I'm like, well, let me do it together. You know? And y'all seen that meme? Everybody want to get a man a threesome. Is your nigga willing to suck dick to make you happy? Hey, who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, ah, is your nigga willing to know. suck a dick Listen. to make you happy, nigga? Is you willing to kiss another nigga's tip, put the balls in your mouth to but, make I me mean, happy? Yeah, either nigga. you have to, you have to be, you have to be like attracted to women to do that. First of all, Thank you can't, you. you can't do that for your Thank man. Thank you, and that's my thing. If you, if you are bi curious or you're bisexual and you're actually interested in women, and that's something that you want to do, by all means by all means sis you get your man and y'all have threesomes but 
what I'm opposed to is women who's out there and like, oh, I'm going to give my man a threesome to spice up the relationship. Yeah, or I'm going to give my man a threesome because I don't want him to cheat on me. All you're doing is giving this nigga the green light. Now, bitch, you sitting in the shower, you crying because he fucking nutting to her instead of you. <sighs> what you doing it God. for? What, what were you doing? Like, nah. Mm-mm. If you're going to give your man a threesome, let it be because that's what you want. Don't but be not even that. Make sure he can I need you. One. I need you to edit this part, but you know, somebody's gonna listen to this and think you're talking about them. So keep going. No, 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 no. That's how a nigga feel. Oh well, I don't care who, I, who in they feelings, nigga. What should you say? Take care. That's the mood, nigga. Quavo sent that long ass message, know, and she right. was like, "Take care." Any nigga listening to my podcast feel a type of way? What they say, take it to the Lord in prayer. He hear you. Cause I'm not listening. Nah, it may not be, it may not be niggas. It may be women. I don't know. But yeah, nah, that's crazy. Like I said, if a nigga not willing to suck no dick to make me happy, <laughs> unless I feel like getting spicy in the bedroom, that's gonna be something that I introduce. Like there's not gonna be no, oh babe, we should spice up the relationship. You talking spicy, nigga. Relax. But if I smack the spiciness out of your mouth, no, I'm not doing that. Well, how do you feel about incorporating the plastic booty? What plastic booty? RuPaul got a special girls. What? And listen, I was like, you know what? Oh, wait, like a, a fake booty? Yes. And let my man fuck a fake yes. booty? Nah, that's... Nigga, you a creep. <laughs> if my nigga listen, tell me I want to bring a I plastic butt into the bedroom... Listen, we was uh, already getting bitches ooh. together. Uh, I'm pretty kinky, so I, I don't know, because... <laughs> I don't know. My mind just be running like I'm like this nigga's really like you're really tearing up this plastic butt. Like that's wild yeah, to me. What do you? This mm. morning I came across. Uh, I was watching like you know some adult videos. Adult videos. All right. <laughs> and I came across one of the fake mouths. Was that... you in the channels? <laughs> What? Was you in the channels? No, I I don't know what I was doing. Listen, listen, all right, like stay focused. So it was one of the fake, like, you know what oh, I'm saying? Mouse. Yeah, like, you know, the, the penis went the inside of it. And yeah, like the, the mouth, it it was moving like yeah. it was a real mouth, and it was doing I was like, oh, okay, like that's pretty <laughs> cute. Like if I had a man, he would have that too. Like, I don't know. Like that type of stuff don't make me feel no type of way. Like I'm I'm into that so, kind of stuff. So y'all like y'all into that type of stuff as in y'all feel like if the nigga has this type of stuff, he's not gonna step out, or y'all just wanna see him like go crazy on the kinky shit. Oh, um I'm into the kinky shit. I'm, so, a, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a t- yeah, you probably like, bro. You probably got a whole sex kit. I don't know, but not that I need to know. No, about, I need to. But... I need to revamp it. I need to revamp it. It's about that time. It's been a few years. Listen, but no, I only like vibrators. I don't like nothing to go in there. None of that in the shower. I'm not into all of that. Like, I like to watch. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a viewer. <laughs> like, Perf, not a deep and tall ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I ain't even mad at you. Everybody got their own little kinks, man. Everybody, their, everybody What's got their your own kink? Kinks. Do you have a kink? Nah. <laughs> I don't. I think no bullshit. I probably just want to get paid to be a dominatrix. That's my kink. I want to get I'm paid that. to treat niggas like shit. I want to whoop a nigga's Girl, ass. Girl, you can get some money. You Yeah, playing. this is what I'm saying. I want to whoop a nigga's ass and get paid for that. That's my kink. Oh, my God. That's my kink. Shower me with money and abandon me. That's my kink. That's what I want to do. What if they said... We was just talking about this shit last night. I would expeditiously. Uh, would you expeditiously? Ah! <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hit him with the strap on. 
Nah, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. I'm oh, not I'm doing, doing that. it. I'm not doing I'm that. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm so Every freaked out. My friend, on the face. Mm-hmm. one of my friends did that. I remember her telling me like, yo, this guy wanted me to do it and I did it. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know how I would take that. That's that's too much. Like, see, I'm into stuff, but okay, I ain't into so that boom, type look, of this shit. This poses a, a perfect question. So if your man was on some shit like, oh, hit me with the strap on, does that make him gay to you? Nigga, if I can't put my tongue in there, what the fuck am I going to put a strap what? in there? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on, nigga. Oh, my God. You answered that question crazy. Run that back. It, what? If I don't you're know. Not do like, what? you know, some men don't want to be touched down there. So if you're not comfortable with me touching down there, why would I be entering down there? Like that is Okay, no, but oh, this is what I'm saying. If he is comfortable and he's like, yo, I yeah, want no. you to hit me with this. My question is, if he acts like, yo, hit me with the strap on to you, does that mean that he's gay? That's my question. He, yes, but yes, I can't he has he has some type of curiosity that I'm not Y'all gonna that's the end of the relationship? No, yes. it ain't. I wouldn't say it's the end. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the One end. One for the bucket list. One for no, the bucket but, list. No, but but that you know what? That's what's wrong with like like I'm not gonna say all women. I'm gonna say black women. Like when a man comes out and he confides to you some shit like that, you quick to exile him. But let it hit shit strong TV or something, and oh the crowd go. I would rather know who I'm dealing with than finding out. Like you know what I'm saying, the worst way possible. Give me that. Give me that option to choose. Don't don't put me in a compromising situation. And like you said. I slide off or you slide off and we come back with AIDS or something mm. like that. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, a lot of things out here to, to factor in. I would know rather you know. you my dog, but nigga, do you hear yourself? I hear myself. You said, we quick to write a nigga. If you're gay, bro, why do you want to be with me? I mean, I've never been in this situation, but I'm trying to give it like, you know what I'm saying? A broad point of view from, from both like, spectrums. I some women like, some women like bisexual men they like to stick dicks in in their men's butt i don't know but so, you know what i'm saying and that's why i asked i'm like yo so for me if i had a man and he was on some shit like yo hit me with the strap like relationship done pocket done but we still gonna be cool but you're telling me that you're gay and i'm a woman I, there's yeah, nothing i could do I mean, for you so why we still gonna be together i would be tarnished but you know it'll be a lot for me to take I'd just in be like, like bro you should have you heard what I said before, like nigga, you like. But dick. at least you can res- you you gotta respect the fact that yeah. he told you. But I feel like if you've already gotten to that far, you've already seen signs. If he's already li- letting you yeah. lick down there, clearly he wants you to stick your tongue. You know what I mean? If he's sticking your tongue in there, then clearly you're gonna be like, hmm, let me try to stick a finger Yo, and see if he goes for it. I don't know. Let's Maybe I just know like the most yeah. manly you macho man like, ever. Yeah. Cause like niggas don't even like like me even like smacking them on the butt on some tight enough shit. I'm gonna be like, keep it in and see yourself. Like, I don't know. I ain't never experienced that. I just, yeah, that was I don't even know what the fuck made me ask that question. <laughs> Y'all supposed to cancel me as soon as I started. That y'all really took it and fucking ran with it, dog. But um, yeah, more to the story because unsavory. Yeah, we was actually talking about cheating in the relationships and things like that. I remember back in the day, this older lady. I used to always, always hang out with older chicks, and she told me like, "Yo, the way to test the nigga to see if he's gay is if he if I don't know it was something with his butt. Like if he let you touch his butt or something. I know exactly what you're talking about. If he bends over and it has some type of dimple or something and something about his butt. No. What? You. I don't know what y'all be finding these niggas that just y'all got, but this is crazy. 
crazy. No, but I'm saying I was younger and she told me like, yo, if you want to know a nigga's gay, do this, that, and the third. So I was like, I right, bet. You know, I was with my nigga for a minute. So I, I, I thought like, okay, let me, let me see. Oh, no, I'm damn well. What is it that she told you to do? I forget. I think it was like touch his butt or, you know, no, it was, um, I think if, when we was having sex, like, you know, if he had me in a certain position, like, to try to cuff his cheeks and, like, slide my finger in his butt or something what? like that. Yo, you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> this is nasty. Go ahead, bitch. So, Go ahead with the story. So, I try to do it, right? My we missionary legs cocked up, whatever, whatever. I'm just, you know... Yo, I tried that shit. That nigga knocked me out. Boom, nigga, dead in my face. And I was like... Sitting there looking Look at you, Trump. Nigga, like, you want to be gay, nigga. Nigga showed you. <laughs> like, you what the fuck is wrong with you? Now he want to fight. Now he want to square up. And I'm just like, oh I was only playing. I was playing. Like, you can't, you can't play with anybody like that. Anybody ain't with that shit. Shit's crazy. Nah, yeah. So moral of the story, if you want to know if your man is gay, just ask. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try that at home, folks. <laughs> but nah, for real, like we was talking, we was talking about the cheating shit and all of that. Um, if you're not happy, leave. Don't leave. Intuition. Leave. Like don't, 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 don't stick around. You know what I'm saying? Because the money's never that deep. It's not gonna replace what you feel emotionally. And don't cheat because you might get something that you can't get rid of, or you Amen. might get the gift that keep on giving. And yeah, you, you don't want that, dog. Can't pay for peace of mind. You don't want that. And if you and if you like the same sex, go be with that sex. Yeah. And if and if your nigga don't want to suck a dick to keep you happy, don't engage in no threesome. I'm sticking to that. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, I mean, hey. I don't know. And if you do want to suck a dick to get you happy, keep no. Happy. I'm you not saying. Dead. I'm not saying yeah. that. Like so I'm saying, make no mistake on that. Sis. If if I like girls and I want to bring a, if I want to bring a girl home, then we can bring. A, why not bring a girl home? Like why do we gotta be? He gotta suck a dick too. To no, because I said. If you like girls, that's fine. There's no problem with that. My thing is, if you don't like girls and you're bringing a, a girl home because that's what your man want. Yeah, no. Oh, no. That, and that's my point, nigga. Like, if he's not willing to suck a dick to keep you happy, then don't come over here talking to me about a threesome when that's not something that I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah but that stuff that, that's why communication is big in relationships. You can't just be no yes man and, oh, you going with the flow because... It, a lot of things get lost in going translation. with the flow he gonna end up with them hoes that's the bar <laughs> for the day sis don't forget it poor Quavo <laughs> now he's swimming with the sharks he was in the he was in the studio nigga that nigga on his IG story that's how you know shorty hurt a nigga feelings if he hop in the stool he about to put that pain in nah I was I was that's watching. a goal that's a goal I need a nigga to make a song about me when we done so I know it was... If you don't make a song about me after I go my separate way, nigga, it wasn't real. I, I, I watched this nigga from um, New York. He's a comedian or whatever. He was live yesterday. He's like, yo, you know when a nigga's hurt when he start counting money or telling you how much money he got? I said, yo, that's facts, bro. I that just be crazy. thinking niggas be counting money because they can't believe it's all this. <laughs> like, nigga, I get bread. I get bread. I got money. I got this. I could have did it. Okay, so the fuck? I got, I got Are they chicken. laughing at us? Like, I don't know, but nigga, I got oh, a trick. I got a trick for them niggas, and it ain't no magic. Know that. It's coming, dog. But I'm uh, moving right along. <laughs> moving right along, man. Stacey Dash. 
as y'all all know, she was cutting up around a, the inauguration time when Trump was getting into office and all that thing, doing all that extra shit. Now she's talking about she want to apologize for being prideful and angry and she wants us to take her back. She always took white Hollywood side and everything too. Like, ain't nobody paying that girl no mind. I don't understand for what though, because it's just like, I don't understand why black people... Well, certain black people anyways, they think like their ticket to like upper echelon to like them getting to the next level is to look down on or shun black people, like shun other black people. And it's just like, it's kind of stupid because it's like, Stacey, you know, funny shit, you wasn't even that lit. Like, I don't even remember. What was the peak of your career? Clueless. Clueless. <laughs> okay. Hey, like, hey, and that hey, was in the 90s. So it's just like you was doing was all show. of that. It was a lit show. But it's like you doing all of that. And then now because, I don't know, essentially you've been blackballed. Now you want to talk about, oh, you want us to forgive you for what? You're not welcome to the cookout, sis. You're not welcome to the cookout. Dame Dash is barely invited to the cookout. So Dame what make her nigga. He's like, crazy, but he be making some good fucking points. He knows how to make money. He has a, a business mentality that's going to get him far. But Stacey, I, I don't know what type of time she was on. Like, and then what you what you want us what you want us Negroes to take you back for? What is we gonna do? Because nobody want her. She ain't going to them dark, dark, dark parties that Meek Mill was talking about. <laughs> we ain't got the juice to get you where you want to be. So what what is it that you want us to do for you? What, what are we supposed to do? Black people are always undermining everything they do, and it's fucked up. Even with the the actresses and actors that the black people that was just nominated for the first time and what Oscars was that was it the Oscars or the the Emmys or whatever that recently the came Grammys? on yeah whatever that was like I feel like Stacey needs to find a man she's been with three men in the last couple of years and she needs to keep her focus on that three men ain't bad though in the last couple of years that's two years <laughs> three men that's pretty good. <laughs> She doing good. She on a cool, clean. This is three divorces, though. Oh, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, so she's James, just rushing Brian, into and Jeffrey. Can we guess the color? Of course, but my thing is like people be acting like when you get divorced or if you get have multiple divorces, there's something wrong with you. I think, nigga, you lit. If you can have multiple divorces and you still find niggas who gonna marry you, you lit. You got the grease. I felt, but it's just I feel like it's her though. You got the what? grease because you think about it. A nigga met you, right? Married you. You get divorced. Another nigga come along. He ain't even, not saying he's not questioning why you got divorced, but there's something that's so lit about you. He's willing to look, overlook whatever reason it is that you got divorced. And then you still get that nigga to wife you. And then you do it again. And again, that's goat status to me. But you know what? I actually agree with you on that one because I just read that... She got Jeffrey Marty to marry her in 10 days. That is wow. goat status, nigga. You tell me, I get you. That's goat status. And she got two kids. Come on, that's she goat do. status. Yeah, two kids. Where's she hiding them? I was going to say that they treat marriage like um, like baby mamas. Like, once they know you got a baby, they want to put one up in you, too. The same thing with marriage. They see you was married, they want to put one on you, too. Like... But hey. That's what I'm saying. That is ghost status. Niggas like, oh, you got married and divorced. Like, if you can get somebody to do something for you and get multiple people to do it again, you're a goat. You know what 10 days mean? 10 days meant they was casual. And then she put that thing thing on him. And then he was like going crazy. 10 days? 
And he had to marry her. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that you just did this to me. I have to marry you. Nigga, with the debit card, the company take your money out immediately. It takes you seven to ten days to get your money back, nigga. And she got married in ten days? But then it's like, she's a goat. I mean, do you really know? Like, you know what I'm saying? It don't even matter what he look like. She's a goat. That's her son. Oh, that's her son. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's very, very fair. Let me see. But I think that's the, um... I think that's the difference between black and white men, though. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting out yeah. of man vibes. I think there's a difference between black and white men. Like, let's say established white men anyways. I feel like they're quicker to marry than um than black men are. I think a lot of black men, anyways, black prominent figures like celebrities and shit like black that, men always they'll think drag that. you along for a while. They always think somebody want to take what they got. Like, nigga. You ain't even got shit. But dick. You ain't <laughs> got probably shit, not even nigga. that. I got more than you. You talking about some, oh, y'all only want me for my money. What money? What money? Yeah, it don't be enough for the headache. Listen, I went on a date the other day and the guy showed me his credit score. Do you think Why? that was a turn on? That's, that's a very tr- that's a turn off. Yeah, like, what do you? Are, are we in? Com- are we competing? That's the thing that you don't want to get into. You don't want to go into something and then it's based on finances and what we can do for each other because then you already know it's always going to be something about money. You don't want that to be what your relationship is built on. You want that shit to be built off of genuine love, honesty, and trust. Did he just show you randomly or were you guys having a conversation about credit? Because that matters too. He's trying to win you yeah, over, he's but weird. he's doing it all Listen, the wrong way. Was his credit score even popping? It was in the sevens. That's not good enough. Was it on Credit Karma? <laughs> it was Equifax, Experian. Oh, Experian, that's not bad. Low sevens. He got care. some work to do. But no. that's not attractive. That's just kind of like when no. somebody like shows you that they got money and they count that shit like, well, can I have some? If right. not, put, it th- put that shit up. I don't care. The negative was that he was in a rental anyway. So all of a sudden your car had issues. What? <laughs> so I got to think, my nigga, because you know how he can be on. He can be one of the people that you put on the, the people credit and then he living off the other people credit. Hold you on, can't believe you that. I met him at a weed convention. You know, he said, you know, he was going to help me with my weed plants. You know, I feel so like. So keep it business. Keep it strictly business. No, I can't keep it business if I think you're crazy. And no, see, crazy I got a thing. Vibe. When I meet a nigga and you tell me like, oh yeah, my car is in a shop for our first date, we gonna go pick that shit up, nigga. <laughs> that's what we do with first date. We gonna pick that shit up. So Yo, uh, yeah, that's the no energy you gotta bring, shit. nigga. That's what I did. I Every time energy. you meet a new nigga, my car's in the shop. Nah, first date we picking our shit up. Right. It's cool. And and I'm so real, Yo. I'm gonna come pick you up and we're gonna go get it together. Right. Yo, this nigga, right. this nigga on my snap been telling me his car been in the <laughs> shop for the last two years. <laughs> But they building that Yo. motherfucker from scratch. Come on, my boy. I be like, I be like, okay, like the fuck, nigga. You can't even take me on a date, and you talking about some please. And then niggas' favorite one. Oh, why well, I'm not gonna get a car. I like to switch my cars up. Oh, so I'm just in a rental. No, that's mad dumb. It's not even fiscally responsible to be in a rental. You you might as well buy the rental because they sell rentals. This is what I'm saying. If you're going to see me in a rental, it's because my car is actually in the shop and my insurance gave me a loaner or I'm OT. Other than that, what am I in a rental for? <laughs> Niggas be ripping and running, burning them fucking miles up just to say that they on Snapchat and just doing something stupid. And you know what else kills me? They get the rental and then they want to put the fake tent. Did he have fake tents on there? I didn't even see who me. 
Yeah. I didn't even see no car. Oh, so you never seen the car, but he, he just had a rental. I think he thought that I was going to pull up on him, and that was definitely not happening. So it was just like, yeah, that's a dub. Like, what? Mm-mm. Gotta go. Gotta go. I don't want to hear nothing about no rental. Mm-mm. But not even that. His expectations was too high. When you get with a person, my thing is, we need to be friends before anything. We need a strong foundation. All of a sudden, he went from, you know, yeah, being he was friendly. Lying. I was not looking for a relationship. Mm. We need to be friends. I don't know you. Right. Well, see, I, have not, I don't know. I kind of got mixed feelings because I don't like... While I do enjoy companionship, like, I'm kind of sketchy about the whole let's be friends before dating type of shit. Like, I feel like we should take it... We should take the time to get to know each other, but then... I guess I'm looking at it from the other end of the spectrum because when I stop fucking with somebody, the go-to line is, oh, can we still be friends? And it's like, nigga, no. I don't, I don't want to be a friend. Because I was your fucking friend when I met you. Right. My friends I'm turned not to my, your friend. You feel me? My friends turned into my family. You wanted to smoke my boots. So there's no friendship, bro. We was right. never friends. No, I, I agree right. with that. I agree with that. There's no. Yeah, we can say... It ain't even... A, we're not going to call it a friendship. We're, we're getting to know each other. Yeah, that's because what I'm saying. Nigga, favorite line, niggas, oh, we can be friends. We can be friends. No, we can't. No, we, can't. we wasn't friends before. We can't be friends after the fact. I don't want to be a fucking friend. And I dare be telling them, like, we are not friends. But I feel like my major turnoff is the fact that if you say you're working on yourself, why would you expect me to get into a relationship with you? You know what I mean? Because like, I'm horny and I want to hit it. And I know if I don't say that I want to be in a relationship, you're not going to want to fuck me. That's how some niggas think. Yeah. And that whole working on myself shit is bullshit. That's just a way for them to weasel their way back no, no, in no, but there. If, like, no, but if you say you're doing that, you know what I mean? Like if I'm coming out, you know, you're taking me no, out. No, when you cool, say that. You know what I mean? Nah, it's a control thing. And that's the red flag. That's the red flag. And that's why I'm like, oh, you're crazy. Oops, I seen that sign. I can't give you no pussy because you're crazy. No, for real. And then, then when I see your face, someone that's close to me that's actually going through a domestic thing right now. It's a lot that's going on right now. But um, yeah, she was friends with this man for years. Crazy. And she finally gave him some, and he just went batshit crazy. Cause niggas always be trying to act like crazy. girls be the only one that be going crazy. Niggas be going crazy too sometimes. Like to the to the point where like I think the girl is afraid. Like she wouldn't park in her normal parking spot. She, like everything that she was used to doing in her daily routines, she stopped doing that. And she, you know, she she tried to come off like she's strong and she can handle it. But I know she's scared, and she's I feel very that. scared. I pray for her. You know what I mean? I because I feel the same type of way because I got a stalker at work. He comes and touches the panties. You got a lot of shit going on. He comes. I'm in not the gonna t- hold you. <laughs> I, do. I don't know. You might need some sage. I do. Listen, I've been blowing sage and holding crystals in my bra. I've been trying. I'm like, you got the stalker at your job. You yeah, got listen, niggas. You can't be so. The message. thing is, you can't be so welcoming to everybody. I can't. Like, I, mean, I turn that energy off. But listen, with the stalker with the bras, you know, he means no harm. He comes and touches the panties. I'd be nice because, listen, nigga, I need what? my money. <laughs> he mean no harm. He's no. a stalker who comes to your job and touch panties. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. No, 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 no. I Before thought that he, right. He listen, touched no, somebody. No, he was next to my house. And I was what? like, yo, this is going from bad to worse. He was next to my house. So I was like, listen, I don't speak. He always speaks Spanish. So I'm like, listen, I asked my Those other employee, you like, gotta... can you speak the Spanish? Like, I need to know what he says now. So You need to have your Google translator on. I got that, but it wasn't enough because he he's that, that um, what do you call it? The slang, slang Spanish. So, you know, I had her talk. 
And when she, she, you know, they, he was like, oh, can I kiss your hand? I'm like, you know, I'm in a relationship. Da, da, da. You know, so today he came in today. Where did you meet him? He comes in and puts the panties on Saturday. Okay, he no. comes into North Street. So how did he end up by your house? Listen, you I live in that. No, no, no. I live in an area with lots of Hispanics. Where you know what I mean? Like I next to live to a twenty four hour gas station, the Hispanic. So I'm like, you're too oh, naive. I didn't think anything of it. What? Yo, you're this too is all naive. bad. You need to get a gun. We you're we talk naive. about guns on this podcast <laughs> a lot. We talk a lot. We very we promote women to get their LTI, do. and I you do. need one. You need to get a gun on you. Know, you. I'm not worried. And next time you see him, you need to tell him that's possible, Poppy, Listen, no, no, and no, no. pull that tone out because I, that's crazy. No, no, no. I seen him today. He asked for my number. And I said, sure. And I gave him my husband's because we're separated at the moment. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still going to come to your job and touch the and panties. And I'm still going to be like, like listen, Saturday. So. Listen, and I'm going to be like, they're three for 45. The narrow, because I need it. No, don't take nothing from him. No, no, no. From the job. From the job. He doesn't buy. I'd be very nice. And he knows that I'm not. No, but that's where you, you fuck up at. They, Everything's they, on they, He doesn't. When you're, it's like, when, when you're, you don't have it all the way upstairs with that shit. I don't think he just comes in and talks. He looks up there. I don't know if he, he said his wife left him. So I just left it at that. But I've, I'm aware of my everything. Yeah, see, niggas like that, you got to be careful with because that's, it start off small like that and then it gets, it's going to turn from bad to worse. For instance, look at the dude, the wife, what's his name? Robert Aaron Long. Look at him. That's the dude that was in, um, yeah. he was in, what's the name of it? Ackworth. Georgia, and they tried to say that it was a hate crime. He went in there, he shot up the Asian salon. It was something deeper than that. He probably was going to all of them, getting his his knob polished. He was probably getting a happy ending. Yeah, feel me. And I feel like the fact that people's trying to make it seem like it's a it's a um a racial thing. Is racial the correct term? It's a hate crime. That's what I meant to say. People trying to make it seem like it's a hate crime. What is that about? The way he looks because, because he's I- white. Right, but when I did the when I did my background research, his father is a pastor, and he said that he had a sex addiction. Oh, so he was fighting demons for yeah, real, he was for fight, real. He was fighting demons, and that he had been into a an intervention place for you know facility, and he decided to take his. I guess he got caught watching porn on his computer the night before the incident, and he decided because that's where he would go to release. His demons over at the massage parlor. <laughs> so he went up there when it clapped the whole thing. Yeah, that's All crazy. Thirty three to what was it? Fifty, I think. How yeah, but it wasn't only range? white people. I mean, it wasn't only Asian people that got killed, though. Yeah. yeah. How, did, how does that happen? That's crazy. Maybe they took his money or something. Something had to give. Like I just can't see him just going in there and saying, oh, "Well, no," because he ass. said that he had a sex addiction. And he was talking about forgiveness and repenting or whatever. So I'm assuming when he was going to them parlors, he was getting a happy ending, yeah. and he felt like he wanted to put a stop to that, which is fucked up. Regardless, so you're gonna kill them to get to get a stop to it? I mean, shit. That be the chemical imbalance. He ain't do and the right that's shower. Why I say that mental health is real because you know it's pissing me off about the situation. Though people talking about some oh, uh, black people need to be allies to Asians for the hate crimes, and we need to stand together. Asians talk about hurry up and buy. What the fuck are you talking like, about? <laughs> no shade, no tea. Like because. As a black person, obviously, I'm not going to want to see any minority be oppressed. And I'm not going to want to see anything bad happen to somebody. But why the fuck is people always looking to black people to be the one to stand up for y'all and, and be the bigger y'all person? Out? Oh, we need to stand next to y'all. Where are y'all at when we getting killed on the front lines? Where, where do y'all be at when the fucking police is killing us? Where are y'all at when we rallying and we marching? 
motherfuckers forgot was that even last year when coronavirus first hit how people in Asia were treating black people kicking them out of their rooming houses telling them that they couldn't stay putting them on the street beating them all type of crazy shit just for the color of our skin oh yeah I remember that the one that was working at one of those restaurants yeah Mm -hmm. kicking them out of McDonald's all type of shit ending their lease terminating their leases early and everything so it's like yo people always expect black people to turn the cheek and then I've been seeing black people like oh oh we need to stand by agents like yo sometimes we too forgiving we need to sit this one out we got our own fucking problems. Yeah, we do. We got our own fucking problems to worry about. It's mad shit that's going... Never mind a whole nother continent. It's just mad shit that's going on with black people as a whole in the race. We need to figure out what the fuck we got going on before we worried about being allies with anybody. Because last time I checked, it don't be them that be on the front lines with us. They wasn't with us shooting in the gym. It don't be them on the front lines with us. When we end fucking nail salons, the Asian people be treating um black people crazy. Beating the black girls, y'all... I'm pretty sure y'all done seen videos yeah, and footage of, of that. Course. What about following them in the hair store? Follow you in the hair store. They, follow you everywhere. They, that's why, if you've noticed, that's why they hire black women to work, well, black girls to work there now so that they feel like we feel more comfortable or if anything was to arise, there's somebody that can challenge us and we don't feel, you know what I'm saying? This shit's wild out here. And people don't even look at it as a systematic of racism, but it really is. Like, you happy to have a job getting $10 an hour if while that. you can eat whatever the fuck you eating back there. But, girl... It's bigger than you. You like, said that. The first thing I thought of, no offense, is that hair store, the hair superstore on Booth Lab. I used yeah, to work that's there. the one I was talking about. I used to work there. I think I've seen you there before. Mad <laughs> <laughs> long ago. That's the one I was talking about. That shit's corny, though. They got all them black girls working there, and mm-hmm. then you walk in, and you just see them right there like, damn, I ain't going to steal from here because these bitches look like they can fight. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have to feel like that when I'm coming in here spending money. If I want to steal, I'm going to steal. I can fight, too. What the fuck? I mean, I don't steal. I think I'm but... more I'm more embarrassed more so. than I mean, I can steal, but I'm just embarrassed. Like, I don't like to get caught doing stuff like that, especially if I have the money, and then it's like... Niggas, I'm like, you know, the higher power, not even niggas, the niggas upstairs. <laughs> like, like, bitch, you got it. And you want to be stealing? Like, leave that for somebody that's less unfortunate. Now you want to steal, so we're going to take this from you. Like, no, understandable. You know my thing is, like, I don't steal. My thing is, if I want to, I'm going to. I don't give a fuck who's working behind the counter. I'm scared because I'll be like, I never know who's going to see me. Like, <laughs> you're going to see me and I'll be so embarrassed. I might pee on myself. <laughs> nah, no bullshit. I'm not going to hold you sidebar. So probably, like, maybe... We'll be in 2021, maybe like, let's say, I want to say about six, seven years ago, I was on my way to a job interview. Long story short, I ended up losing my wallet at the check cashers place. Damn. <laughs> Save the damn, because it gets real later. So somebody that's actually from the hood, from the same neighborhood as me, is a following, they find my ID. I have mm. my social and I have my license in there. Do you know this motherfucker? Identity fraud. Took my ID, my information, and started running it up. I'm not what? even mad at the fact that they ran it up, right? I'm mad at the fact that the bitch took my ID, right? She went to DSW and was stealing. Gave these white people my ID. Well, like, let's yeah. not call them people. I'm going to say them people because I don't know what they race was. Gave them people my shit. Do you know they end up putting a warrant out for my arrest and I got arrested Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> and I had to spend a night in Framingham because uh, supposedly I stole like $300 worth of shoes. And uh, I hope you busted her ass. So, let, let, let's, we going to talk about the uh, the story. We gonna talk, I'm going to tell you about what happened on the air. <laughs> we going to talk about that on the air. But my, <laughs> feel me? my thing was, 
I was pissed off because I didn't, even after the fact, like when I ended up, I only stayed like two nights in jail or whatever, but when I ended up getting out or whatever, they was like, oh, come back to court on personal recording. I don't got time for all that question. I'm not going. It's a petty crime. So you crime. defaulted? I defaulted. And Uh-oh. then, but listen, what happened, you know, you be in the neighborhood, I be riding. Did you see her? Did you see her? No, I was with a new nigga that I booked. Swear to, you know me, I like to talk that big dog shit, popping this hot shit. Yeah, you know, I'm a boss. I be out here getting to it. <laughs> Boom. We get pulled over. No. He's heavily involved in the streets. And then they pull us out the car. And they was like, yeah, your friend, she got a warrant out for arrest. But I think I'm going to let her go because it was only for stealing. So now this nigga's looking at me oh like I'm a bump bitch who steals. I'm like, yo, oh, no. this is crazy. So then I did end up seeing Shorty. And like I said, I'm going to tell you this story off air what happened. Because <laughs> oh, I don't God. know who got here that I can't incriminate myself. But yeah, yeah, more of the story. Don't lose your ID. Don't be like me, guys. Yo, no, I spent ass. two nights. I spent two nights in not even jail. Them jails was full. Them niggas sent me to Framingham. That's different. That's the prison. <laughs> and you know, Massachusetts discriminates against women. It's all in one facility. That's the prison. I had black and red streaks in my hair. They was like, you need to take those tracks. I was like, it's not tracks. It's my hair. They made me wash it. What? I had a butch. I had a butch for a celly. She trying to give me her sandwich. Talking about you want my sandwich. I was like, nah, I ain't gonna be here long. She's like, yeah, that's what they all. That's what they all say, bitch. I'm like, oh, it is crazy. Like life been real for me. So when y'all tell me I'm cooked in the head, I got reasons behind that shit, man. Moral of the story: Don't steal. Don't steal. Don't steal. But nah, that ain't the real moral of the story. Real moral of the story is black people. <laughs> we got our own motherfucking problems for real. Yeah, we do. We can't be. I'm not saying, and by all means, what that man did to them Asian people, even though it wasn't only Asian people that he shot up. What he did was fucked up. But we got. Did our he own, die? Of course not. What? Of course not. What? Of course not. They probably they probably let him walk out. Shit. They probably didn't even cuff him when they arrested him. You know, his Justin Bieber was still blowing in the wind. Shit. He was looking very presentable in his mugshot. Now what? he can go to jail and masturbate to the fucking seals walking by. How dare he? This is, this they is never terrible. Kill, they don't never kill white people when they commit mass shootings. This is terrible. And but black it, people get shot for less. And is a pastor's yeah, they son. they do. And he's a pastor's son. So, you know, they're about to they about to have their whole congregation raise money for his trial and everything else to pay off the judges so that he can live comfortable in the best fucking private sector that they have. And it's like, how horrible. You went there, they helped you release your attention, and then you blew their head off. Not a good look. Yeah, it's guilty that's why. That's why they say that church ain't always it. Like, you listening to these motherfuckers in your head, and they playing with the ones that you already had in your head. So you done killed people all, off of nonsense. But like, you know what? I know his parents have to feel some type of way because you evicted him or whatever you did. And to make him think that because he was sleeping with women or watching porn... He needs to kill everybody. So I feel like they probably they're gonna put, reap what they you know, they're gonna be very sad about that. I just think people in people act like, well, when they in church that they're not normal people. That's they the really problem. Are. And they'll try to make you feel bad about these human feelings that you have. Like so imagine you feel his me? Parents. His parents probably may have felt bad for having sexual thoughts in his head, but he's a human. He's supposed to have them type of thoughts. They probably walked around the house with a with a cross across their chest like we rebuke the demons. Like, you know, it, it can get real weird in them type of households and you already fighting whatever the fuck you got going on in your head. That's too much. But I do like church during COVID though. 
I, I, I don't know. I wasn't fucking with church before COVID, during or post COVID. I ain't gonna hold you. I had a life changing experience. What I've church gone, do you attend? Um, Union Baptist Church in Cambridge, mm-hmm. and they have a nice little thing at ten thirty. And, you know, I like it because I feel like the word is speaking to me. And it doesn't feel like I'm being forced to watch it. You know what I mean? Can I have my children watch it? But it's very interactive. And, I mean, for that good 45 minutes, it's worth my time. I haven't missed. Especially I did Ash Wednesday. And I've been sticking to I stopped smoking cigarettes. I stopped eating fast food. I stopped drinking soda. And I've been keeping to it. That's good. That's good. So you like it because it's it's online and you have the... Do you feel like you have the option of, like... Coming in or like multitasking, is that what you like about it? I think I like that. I like the fact that I feel like I'm in my own personal space. I can really take what I want to feel about the word. Like, I feel like when you're in church, you're isolated. You can't be eating candy. You can't be doing what you really need to do. So you want to be you. You know what I mean? You can be you, but you're at home. The ushers be the gum police. You can't chew no gum in church. You can be you, but still be in your own home. I can yeah. be lying. I be smoking weed. Listen to the word. Oh my it's god! So you know what? You know now that you say that they host a whole event in um Jamaica. This is my last time talking about Jamaica, but <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get you a, a bullet boom bong drop, nigga. No, listen. So I like I follow I follow a travel page like off of Facebook, and mm-hmm. I remember someone speaking about they have like. You know, like a literature type mm-hmm. of festival where it talk about all type of different things, but of course it's weed involved, like four twenty friendly. And I just that that just came to my head when you said that. I'm gonna when I get home and I can do my little research because it was posted like at least last month. But they definitely host some type of like literature event that I think that you would be like interested in. And definitely, especially if you haven't read that new Sister Soldier book. Definitely no, get haven't. that. I pre-ordered I it. I heard mixed reviews about it. Some people said it was good. Other people said it wasn't worth the wait. I feel like it's just a good read. Why not? What else are we doing? But you see, that's what I'm saying. Even last episode, I was talking about that. Just Black people, people, we be biased. Yeah, like like you said about the whole, um, what movie was we talking about? Coming to America too. I loved it. Oh, like, so you watched it? Yeah. You liked it. I got my own Amazon package now. Check me out. Check me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what grease you guys? But um, it was cool. I liked it. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying about the whole um, the facial recognition thing. Yeah, yeah, that shit was kind of weird, right? With, with the with the elephant and them in the safari. That's what you was talking about. Nah, I was talking about the scene where um, Simi and Prince Akeem supposedly where they had met um the the girl that he ended up getting pregnant. Oh, that's okay. where it was looking weird. Okay. But I mean, I, like I said, the movie was good for what it was worth. So, but black people gotta stop doing that. Like, yeah, we, it was we cute, too though. biased. I, I feel like they didn't kill it. You know what I mean? It wasn't a horrible. It wasn't like you know a remake of you know NWA. It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? It was decent. It wasn't like a Lifetime present. It was cute. It was cute. I give them that. Like, that's the thing. Like, so much is changing in this world. Like, we gotta understand. Like. 20 years from now, we're going to be looking back like, damn, this is how life used to be. Like, it, we're trans, it, every day is a different transformation, like, towards the future. So, people that just want to be stuck on bullshit. Coming to America was made, what, in 88, 89, 90, whatever? Yeah, like, I think it was made in 88 or 89. Yeah, like, that was mad long ago. And it's 20, 30 years later. Like, how do you think, how do you expect it to come out? I don't know. Like I said, black people just be too biased. They be like, oh, it's not the same as the original. Like, nah, it's not supposed to be. The original was just supposed to be the inspiration behind it. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's all good. Eventually, niggas, hopefully they break that cycle. They'll start trying to live in the past. I think that's a problem. We too nostalgic. We want to live in the past and when times was good. Like, nah, it's rough out here. Get used to it. You just have to be good with adapting. Y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about before we get up out of here? Yep. A couple things I want to plug. You can catch me at the Boss Bay Boss Girl Boss Mixer, April 18th. Um, for networking female entrepreneurs. And then also, if you would like a fitting, you can set up a fitting at fittingsbyc at gmail.com. And I want to help leave you with some lasting words. Pick your bra like you would pick a good friend, and it will support you like one. Ooh, I like okay, that. Okay, okay. We get you with the finger snaps with that one. Because I just be picking the bras because the color cute, and I like <laughs> that be it. All right, real quick before we get up out of here, follow us on all social media platforms at p d a t p underscore pod for all inquiries or the talk to me nice segment. Feel free to shoot us an email at popthatpersonality at gmail dot com. Well, some real shit. Thanks for coming to rock out with the PDP podcast. And remember, as always, on this here platform, you will always be encouraged to what? Pop that personality.